You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final few minutes of Grant and Danny. We're out a little early tonight because we got college hoops coming your way in about eight minutes right here on the fan, but... Our final furlong, an opportunity to take inventory on what has been a very busy day on the show. That was a mad dash there of some quality guests in short order. Awesome to have Dan Orlovsky on the show. Without making it weird, I just want to say one more time, he's very, very tall. He's a tall guy. And he has giant hands. It's always weird. The, the biggest handshake I've ever gotten in my life was Brett Favre, where I just remember I was a kid, so that's a little different, but my hand just getting, like, swallowed up by his. Dan Orlovsky's one of these guys that shook my hand, and, like, his, his fingertip, like, yeah. got lodged into the little area between my elbow. Like, like if I would have closed my elbow, it would have been stuck. You know what I mean? Wally was shaking my hand where my arm meets my upper arm. It's, the, it's very long fingers, that guy. I met Mark McGuire similarly as a kid, and it felt like his paw. Because it's not a hand. Men have hands. Guys that are that big and strong have something else. Like, whatever's above a hand. It was like mid-forearm for me. It felt, it felt like an octopus tentacle, uh, a couple of them resting on the, on the middle of my forearm. It was crazy. But, yeah, it's, it always throws you. I love his analysis, though. I, I love it in general. I think he's a super sharp guy, breaking down uh, you know, prospects, films, everything in between, all things football, especially from an offensive side. I love the way that he phrased that, GP. I haven't heard that about, about how to stop Mahomes. And I put stop in quotation marks. Like, these guys with this kind of talent level, which there are you know only a handful of ever walked the earth, asking them to be making them be smart, safe, boring, and pedestrian for sixty minutes is probably the best prescription. I I, I hadn't heard it quantified that way. I thought that was really salient, really smart. All right, Danny, you get to help me make a decision here. I am trying to figure out a dinner situation All right. for the crew before we go over to see you two at the Sphere tonight. Mm-hmm. So Michael Phillips is involved, your buddy Adam Epstein, there are others. Here is the question. Yep. I wanted to go to Cut Las Vegas by Wolfgang Puck. Mm-hmm. This is a steakhouse. That's a steak joint. There are not available times uh, for Cut that are going to work for us. I see. So we're looking at some other options here, and I'm looking at the possibility of Matteo's Ristorante Italiano or possibly Buddy V's Ristorante which feels Italian as well. Do either of those tickle your fancy, sir? So here's my thought on this. If you go eat Italian in Vegas before you do something, I don't know how much you're going to enjoy the something. Giant delicious portions, sluggish behavior is usually the aftermath. Think about us at Philomena, dude. Think about that. Think about how full we all were. I mean, we looked like we all went in there, swallowed the Michelin Man, and then walked outside. We, we were talking with boost. Like, we couldn't properly use our mouths. You know what I mean? 
I'm just I'm I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying I would to not consider. have wanted to go to a concert right after that. There's also a, a sensory overload thing happening right. too. We were so tired after all the carbs. You know, it's I don't have a lot of op. I mean, it the the, the two spots really that timing wise work out the best are Italian. I want to cut a meat just as much as the next guy. Well, are you guys going to be able to exercise the discipline because they have they offer a one pound meatball there, at Buddy V's. Just saying, that's a, that's a one pound meatball. Well, it sounds that's a pound like of meat. That's uh, straight out of um, what was it, Wedding Singer, where she puts the meatball like in his hand and it's like hand, it's like a football helmet sized meatball. Yeah, it's like thank you for the meatball. Uh, yeah, I think we could all go to Splitsville on a meatball. Maybe that could be our dinner so that we don't overeat. Can you execute the Paulson with a one pound meatball? Definitely. I just need to eat it out of a bowl with a fork and a knife. I couldn't put it in a – it would have to be a really big cup, you know, like a like a big gulp or something. How big is a one-pound meatball? That feels really big. To, is that the size of a baseball, softball? I think a little bigger. Uh, well, when it, when it cooks down, it's probably softball size. I mean, a baseball size, baseball size, when it cooks down. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have a full report tomorrow. We'll see where we end up. But that's definitely the leader in the clubhouse uh, right now. Uh, so we've – Started to turn our attention to Super Bowl 58. It took till Wednesday. You are, you said at the start of the show, rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you picking them as well? Are you team you're not picking against Mahomes? I, I am. And, again, it's early. I may, be, I may read some data that, that kind of changes my mind here. But my, my thesis right at this moment, GP, is that San Francisco has not played well in a while. Now, that half against Detroit where they came storming back and won kind of pokes a hole in it. But... They're the team that got down and probably should have lost to Green Bay. They're the team that got down, probably should have lost to Detroit. They're the group that hasn't stopped the run, it seems like, in, in a couple of months. I and think that's their where defense Kansas City has been is. bad in the playoffs. It, they're reeling at this point. And they and deserve credit has not for being played here. that well. Yeah, by they the deserve way. credit for being here. And, I, and I'm not taking that away from them, but we're picking nets about the two of the three best teams in the football, and they're here at the end of the tournament. I feel like Kansas City is peaking, and San Francisco is not. I don't think Purdy's played that well. If you look at his negative plays, the percentage of them where essentially he's been graded poorly by PFF over these first couple of playoff games, it would be the highest rate of any qualified starter with 200 pass attempts this year in terms of percentage of bad plays in the regular season. Now, one of those games, there was a lot of rain, and Jordan Love didn't play particularly well either, so you could kind of dismiss that if you want to. Then it's a one-game sample size, and it just means he, he didn't have a particularly good game. So what? But I don't go into this game feeling great about how he's playing. He has not been kind of comfortable. It, it doesn't seem like he's in a good rhythm. There was a stretch this year where he was automatic going into that Ravens game where everything fell apart for him, where it, it just looked like he was ascending. He was on an MVP trajectory. That is not the case right now, so I worry a little bit uh, about that as well. Uh, how about Eric Bieniemy visiting the Kansas City Chiefs today out here? Did you see that? I did see that. I, some people like, or a few people like, tagged me on 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 a tweet in the, to that effect. I'm at Funny Danny Gretz at Greenwich Pulse. Like, what do you make of this? What do you think of that? I'm like, that's pretty cool. It doesn't work here anymore. He's got a bunch of buddies there. They're in a, uh, in a in a big game. How cool is that? I thought that was neat. Yeah. So the story for people that didn't see it is Bieniemy paid a visit to the Chiefs before their AFC Championship game against the Ravens. He sat in on meetings and talked with various offensive players, including Patrick Mahomes. So he was out of work uh, in the sense that Washington wasn't really giving him anything to do. I think the writing was on the wall there. Called up Andy Reid and said, "Hey, let me come back over and chat with the guys." Maybe that's the beginning of him getting back in with the Chiefs. But that'll be interesting because I'm curious what title he would get if he joins the Chiefs again. Yeah. 
Now, he's not getting any OC looks at this point. Senior Nagy's, offensive assistant or some kind of thing. Yeah, you know? Nagy's got that OC job, so maybe they just give him a you know, he, he, right senior offensive something that isn't coordinator. I don't know. I'm not sure either. But, again, I, I don't know how many avenues are going to be open to him uh, at, at this point, kind of given the, the, what happened with this hiring cycle and the feeding frenzy and how late in the game Washington was before all these definitive changes uh, happened, especially here as they're now hiring a new staff that he won't be a part of, according to Dan Quinn from the other day. We had a plethora of great conversations with football analysts and experts today that are all worth podcasting into the evening or tomorrow before we're back on. Moose Johnston, who's running the UFL, former 11-year Dallas Cowboy and three-time champ. Danny Cannell, the college analyst. Michael Lombardi, the former GM. Brian Jones of CBS College NFL. Uh, broke down Jaden Daniels, who he's a big fan of. Dan Orlovsky. Uh, of ESPN, who we just referenced, we're all on the show today, so we thank them for joining us. Grab all of those podcasts. We're going to be back at it at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Tony Khan, son of uh, the owner of the Jaguars, and, of course, the guy that runs AEW. Uh, also, Will Compton, former Washington linebacker, scheduled to join us as well. For Danny, I'm Grant saying so long for GND. Thank you for coming. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.